Hello and welcome to the 19th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. Uh, my name is Anu, founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right, Microsoft Excel. So yeah, if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid search or cutting your spend on your data analysis tool why don't you just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or just get to me on facebook twitter or instagram with the handle mindswan ppc so that's m-i-n-d-s-w-a-n-p-p-p-p-c even so yeah so this week um we've got robert brady leading us in a heated discussion about good old google's new update now if you do not know um, which one i'm talking about because yes there are many and they do like to keep us on our toes i am talking about the one where they are removing adsense for mobileapps.com as a placement exclusion and the gmob mobile app exclusion from gdn campaigns which means that we'll be getting so which means the gdn campaigns are going to be getting a lot of like mobile traffic that we've been able to exclude in the past um so yeah let's get right into it so we have robert brady going with good morning or good day introduce yourselves tell us about the best movie you've seen recently and we'll get started in just a couple of minutes for me this year it definitely has to be um black panther which, which i watched in february I, i'm a huge avengers fan and it has not gotten better than that um even though the latest um avengers movie was quite quite a, quite quite a big one as well for me as well um so yeah yeah, we've then got um, um, Brandon Bednar going here. Everybody excited to participate in the PPC chat today. We've got Mark Gustafson um, doing waiting for PPC chat to start like. And we've got um, a gif of George Judy tapping her watch. Yeah, I've used that quite a bit. Um, we've got Julie Vicini saying, so it seems like the only movies I see these days are kid movies. I did love Moana, strong female character who does not get married to creepy older man at age 16. WTF Disney. Um, we've got Leslie Dreschler, who says Leslie here, 6 a.m. in Hawaii. Uh, aloha. Um, but I have my coffee and all cylinders should hopefully be firing soon as this is important. This is an important PPC chat topic. Oh, and Blazing Saddles. I'm guessing that's the movie she loves. Um, we've got Haley Dixon saying Saw Room recently and thought the kid in it was fab. Yes, the um, Room, the movie is an amazing movie. I, I was quite moved with that one, I must say. Then we have um, Christina Brower who says, hi, I'm an ex-Googler, then um, growth marketer in startups and now running my own PPC agency consulting and training business based in London. Last movie I saw has been a while. I think it was Monsoon Wedding on a rainy Sunday. That sounds really lovely. Um, okay, so Robert Brady goes straight into question one saying, if you didn't hear, Google is removing AdSense for mobileapps.com as a placement exclusion and the Gmail mobile app exclusion read more here a link i'm going to provide in um yeah my my profile so yeah what was your reaction in three words or less or or less or emoji um then we've got it rhymes with eyes or julia vice even coming in with same morning all julia here from vancouver hmm best not sure honestly most recent is infinity wars yes that's the movie the latest avengers movie that i, was, I mentioned earlier that I absolutely loved um and then she says but in terms of best recently i'd have to say forcing my husband to watch silent running he did not get it his confused reaction 11 out of 10 would recommend um and then yeah so we've got some um, dog R. thomas replying to um robert brady saying gdn sucked anyway and we've got jill bicini responding with <laughs> then we've got um eric farmer going what the f and then we've got um leslie dreschler who goes three words what the f we've got Haley dixon what's the workaround and then we had Robert Brady going dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign for Google at least. And then Mark Gustafson's own reply was pretty much. Uh, 
and that was in words and emojis. So yeah, so uh, Robert Brady then replies um, to Haley Dixon, who said, "What's the workaround?" Robert Brady goes, "Don't worry, we'll get there." And um, yeah, that's a hint as to some of the questions that are coming on later. We've got Elevated Marketing, who said, "Money grabbing SOBs." Yep, and we've got it runs with eyes, giving one of her funny emoji saying why do you do that oh let me guess dumb mistake uh so yeah so then steve gibson then goes i hate to say i told you so lie i love it (laughs) but for years i've been saying that goodbye sorry for years i've been saying that google tried to force advertisers to buy the crappy inventory google struggles to sell this is just another example of this And then we've got Robert Brady then going in with um, a part one of question one saying who here has been um, using one or both of these in their display campaigns. Um, And then we've got Robert Brady then replying actually to Steve Gibson what he said um, about I had to say I told you so lie I love it. And then Robert replied I have to agree with you on this one seems like a pretty shameless money grab. Um, Got Matt Poldberg who replies saying it's telling that the alternate in cycles of failing to convince you it can slash will convert then just auto opting in everyone um and then yeah we've got scott uh, yeah scott mckay giving another and then we've had julie bicini actually saying that well this is going to be a fun recap for mine swan for myself to try to wrangle so yeah reply to that there's going to be lots of bleeps in this recording as you guys have already experienced uh, already and then um, yeah julie advisor replies with that make use of the time honored yeah pound sign hash sign uh, percentage like an old timey comic so yeah that's pretty much the bleep version of that so um yeah we've got julie bicini then replying um to question one saying seriously though i have found that with um without using the adsense for mobileapps.com exclusions even with all the possible categories checked for exclusion i still get a fair amount of app traffic unless they improve that this sucks um got robert brady replying to um yeah question one saying i'm more likely to forget ad copy than forget excluding adsense for mobileapps.com in gdn campaigns um julia vice replies yes i actually find games or app placements work quite well in certain cases certain in caps so I like to place it as an exclusion most of the time and isolate it in cases where it works so much easier. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Kirk Williams um, then replying to question one um, saying that, yeah, we always added AdSense for mobileapps.com as exclusions in every GDN campaign in all clients. But to be fair, that's because we always only ever had the option to exclude or include all apps. And um, we've got Julie Bicini replying to that saying the categories have been in there for a while that supposedly let you not show in apps but like i said i have not found the uh, found the categorical exclusion to be that exclusionary um got kirk williams replying to that saying i guess i didn't realize that so you could exclude app categories before this announcement honestly i had no idea um julie bicini replied yes but i still did the adsense for mobileapps.com as a placement exclusion because it was needed to stop app app traffic um, and yeah, we then got um, Dog R. Thomas replying to um, yeah Elevated Marketing, where where Elevated Marketing had replied to Dog R. Thomas when Dog R. Thomas said GDN sucked anyway. Elevated Elevated Marketing replied, "I've had good results." And then Dog R. Thomas continues the conversation, saying, "Yeah, I'm I am a bit more negative on GDN than the numbers actually show, but I have I've had UX." Um, user experience and intent issues with display ads in general for a long time i'd rather spend a thousand dollars on individually negotiated sponsorship than waste time weeding through bad inventory and then elevated marketing replies true are you really doing that manually the negotiating um dog r thomas replies i've had a few opportunities clients often didn't bite for a few different reasons in part because we've spent the better part of a decade arguing that digital is all is better always and it rhymes with eyes replies preach 
And then we go to question two from Robert Brady, who says, how large of a negative impact would you anticipate on your campaigns if no additional action was taken on your part? And then we've got Gil, um, Gil Gildner, who replies to um, question one, saying, <laughs> saying expected behavior. Um, and um, and that was, yeah, just to the question of how are you feeling about this? Um, we've got um, Eric Farmer going, for sure, my faith traffic are accidental clicks from Chubby Thumps during an intense game of Candy Crush. Um, we've got Amalia replying to question one with an angry face, downward um, <laughs> downward thumb sign and just a face palm emojis. Um, and then we've got Kirk Williams replying um, to question two saying that if no action was taken, no app category exclusions, same pricing, etc., I would expect traffic spent to surge in GDN. That's a lot of inventory they're opening to all. On the other hand, that also means CPCs were lower, so it's a little up in the air, to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, we've got uh, Mark Gustafson um, then replying, saying, I sometimes will just leave it open initially and pray something good will come. After a couple of days, apps have spent most of my budget and yielded few, if any, conversions. So I imagine that's um, in reply to question two. And then we've got um, Elevated Marketing replying to question two, saying, if you are not saying a large difference if you're not seeing a large difference then you are not checking placements in your display campaigns that's true you'll definitely see a difference um unless yeah you've just not done the right checks yet um and then we've got amalia replying i've mentioned this in other threads but i've had calls from kids coming from all sorts of apps interesting and and then we've got a reply from Gil Gildner who replies to question two saying honestly we try to reduce mobile traffic for most campaigns anyways so this will just further reinforce that strategy um, and then um, we've got uh, it rhymes with eyes replying to question two saying I expect a pretty large one I like GDN for inception I mean awareness building anyways I use the GDN and if their traffic t starts getting ridiculous, I will have to turn to third-party programmatic, not a fan. Um, Amalia replies to question two saying, if no action was taken and all placement devices exclusions remained open, um, I'd expect high cost, high impressions, low quality traffic, and at least one PR tr crisis, yes? Um, we've got Leslie Dreschler who replies to question two saying, ass load of new unqualified crappy traffic, simple as that i'm not jaded um and then um we've got um timothy jensen replying to um, kirk williams where kirk had said i guess i didn't realize this life's that so you could exclude app categories before this announcement honestly i had no idea timothy jensen replied same i wasn't aware of this um and then elevated marketing replied this is what i'm doing app category exclusions um and then we've got um, Scott McKay replying to question one, actually. And he had said that it has been a standard procedure of display campaign build out since the moment I learned about it. And then we've got Amalia replying to Leslie Dreschler, who has said, as load of new unqualified crappy traffic, simple as that. Um, Amalia replies, I applaud the use of the term as load in this context. Um, Leslie Dreschler replies, sorry, I usually keep it clean, but Amalia replied, don't apologize. I try to as well, but this moment deserved it. So, yes, maybe I should have bleeped that out, but some of them do need to come through. Um, so yeah, we've got Robert Brady then replies to question two saying, courtesy of Google ads allowing twice daily spend and the Labor Day weekend, I would have anticipated lost, lots of wasted spend that I would spend all day Tuesday cleaning up. And um, we've got Julie Buccini replying to question two again saying, can we totally be honest here for a hot second? A lot of the inventory on GDN is terrible, non-app variety, especially making us accept app traffic just to reach people on mobile devices is straight up awful. Um, and then, yeah, I replied to that saying, absolutely agree, which is why I mostly use programmatic display. So we're talking the likes of Critio or even um, DBN. So that's double clicks, bid management um, tool that allows us to use buy, yeah, inventory for perspective and retargeting programmatically. Um, I said that I always go into GDN with a caveat to a client saying it won't work, but it could. Um, be good for branding. 
Um, and yeah, we've got um, um, Julia Vice replying with um, a gif saying, boom, she said it. Um, Julia Bicini goes, replies to that, you know me, so shy about sharing strong opinions. And then, yeah, we've got another gift from Julia Vice. Um, and then, yeah, it's um, so then it rounded eyes. Julia Vice then replies to Gil Gildner, who then who had said, I'm curious what cases does it work well? I don't think we've found much successes at all with mobile placements. Um, so yeah, it rounds with eyes replies to that saying it's age group targeting. I like app placements like Lumosity and Sudoku for instant for insurance forms. And in cases where people need hearing aids, retirement planning, those type type of things, usually the good traffic comes from iPads, bigger screens, less mistaken clicks. Um, Gil Gilner replies, that's definitely a good strategy and tablets are much better than phones. We just try to avoid kids clicking, which I think happens a whole lot. Um, it rhymes with eyes, replies, it does. You have to get real aggressive on your age targeting and day partying. But if you do it right and you have the right audience, it can work. And um, we've got elevated marketing replying, I found success in the IT area with apps related to IT stuff. They are techie and on apps. And then we've got Emma Franks then replying to question one saying the last sentence here is what I've been thinking about the last the, the last few days. Um, so, yeah, I'll just say she replied specifically to Kirk Williams answer where he had said if no action was taken, no app category exclusion, same pricing, etc. I would expect traffic or spend to surge in GDN. Um, that's a lot of inventory they're opening to all. Um, and the last sentence she's talking about is on the other hand, that also means CPCs will be lower. So it's a little up in the air to be honest um so yeah so she can then continues emma franks continues my first reaction was shock and betrayal like everyone but now i'm seeing this the silver lining it's sad for those who are young inexperienced in ppc but gives an edge to those with workarounds um and then yeah we've got um mark gustafson we are replying to that same answer from kirk williams and mark goes while i agree with this for the most part i've never seen success when i've left it open into app traffic before the lower cpcs of poor placements haven't helped historically then again my solution has always been excluding the placement not trying to make it work um and then yeah we've got um amalia then replying to um julie Bicini where she said um can we totally be honest here for a hot second a lot of the inventory on gdn is terrible um amalia replies to that saying i'll join you in this totally honest moment i don't often show clients where their ads are showing on the gdn because they aren't often infused with even the good placements and if you use analytics you can see that even high ctr placements doesn't equals to quality traffic and we've got timothy jansen replying to that saying agreed some of the urls that show up in the placement reports are downright scary robert brady replies to that saying you've got to use an incognito browser when doing placement checks because some of those sites are bad it rhymes that eyes continues with that saying some equals to all as in all of them it's a disgusting hellscape oh god why are people the worst on the internet um then robert brady replies to that you must have had some strong coffee this morning uh then yeah julia rice replies i'm just back from a long weekend we celebrate making slavery slavery illegal it's pretty cool that is very cool when i read that the first time canada really rocks celebrating um making slavery illegal right on guys right on the rest of us should do that then elevated marketing then replies to uh to um, julia vice saying so here is what you do open it open it first find the good placements then pull them out into their own campaigns do it by campaigns so you can control the budget yet find good placements um amalia replies to that saying i've tried it that way but it takes a while to find and weed out all the good placements it doesn't often seem worth it when there are other places to put the money that offer a better return then we've got lisa sana replying to um question um to julie Bicini actually who's uh, who was answering question two saying can we be totally honest here for a hot second um lisa sana replies completely agree i would not hesitate to recommend gdn without any audience or more restrictive targeting overlaid. The days of cheaper clicks are over. You get what you pay for. 
Then we've got Eric Farmer replying, targeting gets better, cost goes, goes up. And Lisa Sanna replies, yep, willing to pay up to a point of diminishing returns if it converts or builds decent audience pools. Measurement is crucial. Um, Eric Farmer replies, amen. Um, Robert, Robert Brady replies, that's thanks, same thanks for jumping in today. Um, yeah, and so going back to um, our conversation, we've got... Um, Emma Franks replying to question two saying hard to say the impact if I were to do nothing I have apps excluded primarily at the settings level um, but have also opted out of all gaming related content categories so the campaigns may not be hit that hard and then we have Mark Gustafson then replying to um, It Rhymes With Eyes where she had said I expect a great large one I like GDN for inception I mean awareness building anyway I use the GDN um, and then Mark Gustafson replies to that saying my guess is that Google Ads feel app app traffic upcharge will be less than a programmatic middleman fee and um, again it rhymes with eyes and replies to that i will burn them all and feast on their remains in all caps yeah i think someone should pull her plug on the coffee there um then she continues not taking this well um tim halloran then replies to that saying this tweet reminds me of a parks and rec um scene and the gif is of um leslie nope one of the char a character played by amy polar where um she She's saying the only thing I will be waving is your decapitated head on a stick in front of your weeping mother. Yeah, very, that was a very strong, strong feelings there. Um, as we are seeing from a lot of people here, very strong feelings about um, this uh, new Google updates. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, yeah, Mark Gustafson have done replying to Amalia where Amalia said, I've mentioned this in other threads, but I've had calls from kids coming from all sorts of apps. And um, Mark Gustafson replies, you're kidding. Amalia replies, not at all. I'd be happy to send you recordings, even with the age targeting on. Some of them are adorable, but not great for my metrics account or clients. <laughs> Mark Gustafson replies, this is hilarious. Um, Amalia replies, the amount of times I hear, do your mom and dad know you're calling and a cheap no on the other end <laughs> oh god yeah kids kids can take over your mobile phones um and then yeah we've then got um yeah robert brady uh, yeah going um now to the meat of the discussion i'll be asking follow-up questions how will you be handling it or making changes provide your logic because i think th i think there are numerous potential solutions or work around um and then yeah we've got um um, Leslie Dreschnell then replying saying um, true still looking for easy ways to exclude country specific domains on that front and that's in reply to Julie Buccini's question two answer to question two where she says can we be totally honest here for a second yeah GDN is terrible yes totally agree with that um, and then yeah we've got um Kirk Williams replying to question three saying, we will be analyzing mobile or tablet GDN campaigns. Number one, if success, we will implement some app categories, excluding heavily for things like games and keep a close eye on. And then um, part two, if they already don't perform very well, we'll just exclude mobile tablets entirely. We've got Timothy Jensen replying to question three saying, more frequent and careful placement reviews, app category exclusions, although I'm skeptical that these will be a catch-all solution. We've got Amalia replying to question three saying, I will be doing my best, my best to exclude apps other ways. If it doesn't work, in most cases, I will be eliminating mobile GDM placements for most of my clients across the boards and at the very least removing phone call extensions then Gil Geldner replies to question three saying for the majority of campaigns blocking mobile placement entirely is going to be the answer for a few specific niches we'll do our best to make it work but my solution is just to stop mobile GDM placements for now so you guys what are you thinking or which of these solutions you know seems seems good for you um do you think there's other solutions that we should be looking at you are we a bit too panicked about this are there some easy solutions that we're totally missing here let me know put you know tweet about it comment about it um yeah we still would love to hear more ideas on this and then yeah we've got um kirk williams then replying saying on popular opinion with smart app category exclusions app placements could really be another strong cheap 
top of funnel strategy over time, specifically around brand awareness. Wait for Bryant Garvin to swoop in and offer thoughts here. So yeah, let's see whether Bryant comes in on this conversation. Then we've got Emma Franks replying to question three saying, I've warned all my clients about the change and let them know we will be using workarounds needed to keep quality of mobile traffic up versus focusing only on desktop or avoiding GDN. Also warned them that um, about how it may impact competition and CPCs. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Julie Bicini replying to question three saying, I'm going to be very carefully tracking the time involved in dealing with this because I can see this becoming a time suck. Looking at placement reports already is now. We'll see about diminishing, diminishing returns and, and advice accordingly. Um, I'll read that again because I'm not sure I read that out right. So um, I'm going to be very carefully tracking the time involved in dealing with this because I can see this becoming a time suck. Looking at placement reports already is now. We'll see about diminishing returns and advice accordingly. We've got Brandon Bednard replying to question three saying more budget to Bing. Bing has been working great for us. Um, and then we've got um, Amalia replying to um, Tom Roberts where Tom had said, does anyone know of any changes last month of how Google attributes the all conversions column. I have one client where all conversions from the display network were up 84% last month, but conversions only up 13%. Amali replies, they've added in local actions from Google My Business, as well as put view through conversions into the column. If you segment by conversions, you can see the breakdown. Hope that helps. Um, Rob, Tom Roberts replies to that saying, one conversion type website sales. Um, and then, yeah, I think that doesn't quite well, um, tie in with, um, the rest of that doesn't really tie with our mobile apps. But so yeah, you can catch that on um, the Twitter thread. Um, and then kind of, yeah, continuing with the uproar about um, this new exclusion update um, and then yeah we've got elevated marketing replying to question three saying we run two campaigns one with apps and one without we will now use app category exclusions to accomplish this we check the apps for placements and look for good apps and filter those out into their own campaign to control costs um, we've got Emma Franks giving a part two to her answer to question three, saying workarounds are the obvious content and topic exclusion that Google's talk told us about. We're also digging up some super old scripts that may be implemented to automatically exclude app placements as they show up. Personally, I plan to hold off on that initially. And then for part three of her question, uh, of her answer to question three, Emma Franks then goes, on popular opinion, but I'm not convinced Google Ads is wrong here. <gasps> I said me giving a deep, deep intake of breath <laughs> because how can't Google be wrong in this case? Um, anyway, she says it hurts, but we PPC chat folks can be reluctant to accept change if given the option to avoid it. Yes, I remember the new UI and all the opera about that. Um, apps may not be in fact be worse than other GDM placements and exclusions inhibit machine learning optimization. Um, Amali replies, yes for scripts, me too, yes for scripts, um, definitely. So yeah, with um, then we've got Amali replying to Brandon Bedner where Brandon had said more budget to Bing. Bing has been working great for us. Amali replies, Bing has been working great, but can't spend the budget. I already give it for the clients I have. Any tips, tips on widening reach without sacrificing the low CPA I've come to know and love from Bing? Um, Brandon Bedner replies, once Bing rolls out its LinkedIn audience targeting, that will be a great option to put more budget behind. And then Amali replies, come on Bing ads, I would be all over that um and then yeah we've got um kirk williams then replying to um, amalia where um Amalia had said, I'm willing to try, but I will admit a strong bias towards it not working. Um, and that in reply to Kirk talking about unpopular opinion with smart app category exclusions, app placements could really be another strong, cheap top of funnel strategy over time. And then Kirk Williams reply, uh, continues when, when Amalia had said, 
I'm willing to try, but I'll admit a strong bias towards it not working. Kirk Williams continues saying, we'll see a strong understanding of directional attribution is going to be crucial, I think. If someone is analyzing app campaigns with analytics last click and non-direct attribution, then yeah, they'll look like they fail every time. And we've got Amalia replying to that saying, agreed, all, that, all the great attribution explanation returns. I'll suit up to discuss with clients. Elevated marketing replies to that saying, preach. Um, and then, yeah, I couldn't help but replying to Amalia when she says, I'm willing to try, but I'll admit a strong bias towards it. I reply to that. I love an open-minded person. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, Amalia um, good-naturedly replied saying, um, being open to new ideas while knowing my limits and biases is how I roll. Yes, which is what we should all do you know we we do know the limitations of what we can do but yeah we are definitely open-minded people as well um and then yeah we've got um we've got um mike mikey michael even um yeah coming in a little bit later answering question one saying giving like yeah the angry emoji saying by the way ads in apps um as they are now a terrible are a terrible experience for users so don't tell me you care about them big g um and yeah we've got um robert brady replying to question three part one saying anyone know of a actually no going a question three part one actually say anyone know of a negative placement list that is just apps but we get before we get to um the answers to those questions we've got um Mark Gustafson then replying to question three saying dive into the historical data and really narrow down on what has worked over and over again. Focus on that and only that. Um, we've got Julie Puccini replying to um, Robert Brady uh, where Robert had asked anyone know of a negative placement list that is just apps and Julie Puccini replies we should we should crowdsource one. Um, and then yeah we've got um yeah, Robert Brady then continuing a, a question to question three saying, would people be interested in crowdsourcing one? And um, yeah, we've got John Kagan also coming in late saying, um, um, in reply to question one saying, enhanced campaigns flashback and even new UI flashback. There's loads of changes, updates that we've not liked in the past that it's given me flashbacks about. Um, and then we've got elevated marketing saying, for anyone hatting, um, hating on GDN, you should be using to build email list. Just saying, um, and yeah, he gives um, a an image of um, some of the yeah performance of the different networks where of Google Search, Search Partners, YouTube Video, and Display Network, and so showing how Display Networks is showing um, a high percentage of conversions and quite a bit of the cost as well. So it looks like it's really working for them. Um, and then, yeah, we, so it rounded eyes then replies to Robert Brady where Robert asks about, um, does anyone know the negative placement list? There's just apps. Um, it rounded eyes says, if there isn't one, cracks knuckles, we're gonna have to make one. Okay, yeah, she's on that one. Um, Amalia replies to um, question three, part one, saying, I do not. Um, question three, part two, I would. Um, so that's in does anybody know about any negative lists or and if anyone willing to yeah crowdsource one so yeah that's part one and part two um and then yeah we've got timothy jensen replying to um Kirk williams where he said um on popular opinion with smart app category exclusions app placements could really be another strong cheap top of funnel strategy over time timothy jensen replies to that saying definitely agree that it's worth testing before excluding altogether julie Bicini replies to that saying i think there are going to be divides based on industry too it's interesting to me that you have a different opinion on this as an e-com person Kirk. Kirk Williams replies I think it's the funnel understanding I've grown in last few years I'm better realizing how essential top of funnel or high middle of funnel our overall brand growth I used to push too hard for bottom of funnel because that's how well we as an industry showed success of digital over trad advertising and Julie Bicini replied to that. I remember a presentation from BG Theory. So that's Handle BG Theory about how your efforts can really tank if you get rid of all the top of funnel terms and targeting. So that is worth keeping in mind. Um, Kirk Williams replied to that. People like Brian Garvin and Pierre. 
our ranch have really influenced me here the idea of growing a brand not just snatching quick closing bottom of funnel conversions is essential to blowing up a company that's where app traffic could like youtube assist here more than we realize um julie Pitini continues to that i would not put youtube in the app category though it's completely its own entity and one that will continue to seep further and further into the realm of what we all do um and then Kirk Williams replies I'm curious question for you or anyone what is strong difference between YouTube and app traffic app games don't count those are fat finger invites both to me are top of funnel um low cost branding branding plays again leaving out games both can have varying levels of intent Kirk Williams replies to that saying um, continues with that saying some of this is coming from remembering a time when a lot of us hated YouTube because it was distracted unqualified traffic we and the tools have evolved to see that as strong top of funnel play I'm wondering if that's what needs to happen with app traffic um, and then elevated marketing times in, in there in here saying I love YouTube ads recent fun fact in Google partners events Google revived that revealed that unless you run YouTube ads in another account attribution is rarely attributed to YouTube due to last click so I'll say that again. Um, recent fun fact in a Google Partners event, Google revealed um, that unless you run YouTube ads in another account, attribution is rarely attributed to YouTube due to last click. So yeah, you need to run YouTube in a different account. Interesting. Um, and so, yeah, we've got um, Gil Gildner then replying to um, question the part two of question three saying yes, but I could see this getting on weirdly fast. There are loads of ad there, lots of apps out there. That's true. Um, and then we've got, um, yeah, Kirk Williams coming in saying surreptitiously slips in a self retweet, real retweet to raise awareness for the previous tweet and get PPC chat to plead with Google ads together for this option. So the retweet that he has he's pulled up is um, of him saying, by the way, while we're on the GDN topic, would love to be able to exclude any placements based upon a word in the URL, exclude all placements with game or career or job in the URL that would be coolier Google ads hmm interesting so what do you think guys think of that tool you know and some of these things it's worth you know going in there retweeting it telling Google ads about it if it's an idea that you definitely want Google ads to push then we've got John Kagan then replying to question two saying from a budget management standpoint huge from a performance impact huger um and then we've got um Robert Brady then building a Google Docs um, file, um, a link which I'm gonna, which is gonna be shared, yeah, in my profile as well, saying let's build a negative app placement list. So yeah, if you've got any ideas of what needs to be added in a negative app um, placement list, please go to that link and add your ideas as well. Then we've got Leslie Dreschler um, joining, rejoining the conversation saying, or a script. I thought I saw PPC Kirk share one last week, maybe. And anyone has suggestions for automatic exclusions of country specific domains. So that's in, of course, in reply to um, um, Robert asking anyone know a negative placements list that is just apps. And then, yeah, I chime in with, with this, the answer to this, um, with an answer to this question saying maybe the brainiacs at brain labs or Silicon Valley. So that's Frederick Valley's could get on this one because yeah, those are the, my two favorite people for sourcing, um, really good scripts to use. Um, Dan Richardson then replies, I sent a TED script link to Kirk last week and, um, and remote. So can't, I'm remote so can't find it right now though um Kirk Williams replied aha I couldn't remember who that was here it is so yeah that is a link to a, to a script uh, which I will definitely be looking into um and we'll see how that works and um yeah I'll definitely be sharing that with you guys as well so look for, out for that in uh, my descriptions of um, this podcast so yeah we then got John Kagan replying to question three saying right after the bat excluding sports weather and gaming entities that decide just how badly we really need mobile and that's as far as I've gotten we've got John Kagan then replied to, um, to part one and part two of question three saying if you know of one please share um, part two saying yes please um, and then we've got um, 
Amale Repine, to be honest, for my clients that have room in their budget, I'll probably keep the GDN as is and to find a workaround. But for those where volume or budget is an issue, off it goes. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Robert Brady then going in question four saying, what opportunities do you see opening up with this change? Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Brandon Budner saying, I'm not convinced machine learning optimization is worth all the hype it gets anyways. So that's in reply to Emma Franks's um, part three of her answer to question three saying, I'm popular opinion, but I'm not convinced Google ads is wrong here. Um, and then, yeah, Brandon replies, I'm not convinced machine learning optimization is worth all the hype. Um, Emma Franks replies to that says, this is entirely fair. It's worked incredibly well, incredibly well for us in some cases and not at all in others. Definitely depends on volume, quality and consistency of data. That last one is the hardest for some of my markets. Um, Amali replies saying, saying, I think volume is such a key part of Google's machine learning. And so many of my accounts don't get the volume that makes machine learning or AI effective for them. Gil Gildner then replies to that saying, machine learning optimization equals more revenue for Google. Um, and yeah, and then Brandon Bender replies, oh my God, I can't wait. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we've got, um, yeah, Lisa Sarnell then replying to um, Robert Brady's question four saying the ROI of app development is reconsidered. So that's in answer to what opportunities do you see opening up with this change? Um, and then, yeah, we've got Brandon Bedner um, replying to question four saying possible third party platforms offering app exclusions. Yes, when Google stops doing something, other areas go, hmm, well, if everyone is unhappy, maybe we should try and fix that. That. So let's see who comes out of the woodwork for that as a solution for us. Um, we've got Julie Piccini replying saying, I sincerely hope that there turns out to be a very nice silver lining to this at some point. I just can't see what that would be right now. Um, and then we've got um, Amali replying to question four saying, I see the opportunity for me to break out of my comfortable search network zone and get creative with clients and placements and targeting as much as I don't think it will work. I still give it a really good try. I'll still give it a give really good try, hoping I'm proved wrong. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Gil Gilner replying to question four saying, I think this is a good reminder that we need to remember that Google ultimately wants our job to replace by their dollar sign algorithms, their money making algorithms even. That's fine as long as we are aware of our changing role. John Kagan replies to question four saying, we are going to be considering a greater reach at a younger demographic. Um, Tad Miller replies to that saying, if Bing display with LinkedIn targeting works and they can somehow increase the size of the footprint, then they get all the display money. And then we've got Brandon Bedner who replies to that saying, I bet the folks at Bing's ads are rejoicing over the announcement, LOL. Tad Miller replies to that, I've got to have a real network of sites to make it work. Right now it's too small. Um, Eric Farmer replies to that said, or thinking people still will still choose Google over us. Hmm. Um, okay then. And so... We've got um, Timothy Jantin replying to question four saying, it's certainly an opportunity for those who know what they're doing in managing campaigns to stand out. And um, then got Robert Brady replying to question four saying, I'll be curious if this can get Google the data they need to figure out which apps are legit for converting versus crap clicks. Then the automated bidding will work better and my placement reports will divulge the best stuff for specific targeting. And then we've got Timothy Jantin replying to Robert Brady, where Robert Brady answered question four saying, I'll be curious if this can get Google the data they need to figure out which apps are legit for converting versus crap clicks. Timothy replies to that saying, yeah, I'm curious about that. I wonder how much their system takes into account when CTR is artificially and unrealistically high. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Gil Gilner then replies saying YouTube can be can get pretty fantastic CPA if done right and if the branding is spot on and that's in reply to um, Julie Puccini talking about um, YouTube not being an app and it's saying it's completely its own entity and one that will continue to seep forward and further into the realm of what we all do um, and then when Gildner said YouTube can be great um, can get pretty fantastic CPA if done 
right and if the branding spot on Tim, Wig Tim Wagner then replies to that saying my potential customers are high school kids so YouTube is my nirvana creative is the most important element yes these guys just kids just want their, their attention oh, are millennials it's all about attention grabbing ads and something that will make their eyes pretty much stop while they're scrolling through loads and loads of things um and then yeah we've got some julie puccini then replying to robert brady robert brady's answered question four saying he'll be curious um to see if google's um can get the data they need to figure out which apps are legit or or crap clicks and um, julie Puccini replies to that team if they cared about quality inventory they would drop two or three of the gdn so sadly i seriously doubt we will ever get that kind of gift from them uh, robert brady replies i know sad trombone <laughs> timothy jensen said oof and oof's too true and then robert brady goes into question five saying long term who do you see as the winners and who do you see as the losers with the change um google google are always trying to win this game against us against the advertisers against the world um so yeah <laughs> so we've got um yeah amalia then um replying um saying i think one thing that is key here is eliminating call extensions for gdn and then cross-referencing adword metrics with a placements report in analytics to get which are actually quality clicks and which are actually fat fingered three-year-old clicks then we've got um, Tad Miller replying to question three saying catching up, seriously consider, considering pausing all unknown demographics, especially age. That's where the kid clicks are, are at in apps. But I'm going to let the data flow in to make that decision. Um, and then we've got Emma Franks replying to question four saying I'm falling behind trying to keep up with so much great discussion. I see a silver lining in that many advertisers may opt out of mobile tablet, tablet entirely for simplicity's sake or quality concerns, less competition and lower CPCs for mobile tablets web placement. And um, we've got Steve Gibson then um, saying that I don't know if this is the case for apps I suspect it is but back in the day I knew people with sites that had AdSense and they designed the page to encourage unintentional or confused clicks yes I'm really hoping that's still not the case um we've got Robert Brady saying obviously Google and their shareholders are the winners so that's in reply to question five and I put in a gif of saying obviously um and then yeah we've got julie Bettini replying to question five saying winner google ads and google earning reports losers majority of advertisers particularly those that don't have a professional helping to manage their accounts brandon bender then replies um i wonder if google is trying to use this as a way to get more people interested in releasing apps on the google play store more money ad revenue on apps makes it more appealing to publishers that's true Amelia replies saying it's hard to say right now I think Google ultimately wins with this change and I think new and inexperienced Google ads users lose overall I hope we are experienced I hope we as experienced PPCers end up in the winners category somehow yes I really wish that would be uh, the case Amalia but unfortunately I feel that is a bit of wishful thinking um Tad Miller replies to that saying um uh, to question five saying winners app owners Google ads those have ad impressions as a success metrics um and then we've got John Kagan replied to question five saying PPC chat I learned a lot long time ago no matter what Google at well, no matter what Google always wins very true that any app developers here um losers question mark roughly everyone on this thread and more um leslie dressler replies to this question five saying bing and sketchy agency who aren't fully transparent they'll still drive unqualified traffic and get their percentage of spend um and then yeah we've got um tad miller replying to question five again saying losers performance marketers like us guess what folks we are a great getting stumped by the spend of the programmatic brand marketers so the youtube actual discussion did not quite tether off as um as i thought it had so i went elevated marketing then replied saying well for starters you can be viewing youtube on a desktop computer not an app a lot more intentional 
there on clicks plus all all the various types of ads a lot more intention in that click so many differences that's another ppc chat um kirk williams replies to that device difference is device difference is a good one though advertising on mobile or tablet in youtube is common agreed ad styles types are unique but to me that's just an argument for the fact that app ads need to mature completely agree and should have matured before we were forced to them julie bettini replies to that saying i also think people think of consuming video content more along the lines of watching tv so ads are less unwelcome than they are when you've just tried to use a damn app um kirk williams replies saying i disagree there because there are a variety of different apps where people use them for different intent e.g a health food service advertising in a fitness app Timothy Jensen replies to um, to that saying, I do think you're hitting on a legitimate point here. There are use cases where specific apps may hit the audience you want very well. I'd still prefer to manually select apps when I'm going um, when I'm going that route, though. Kirk Williams replies, 100% agree. The, the platform wasn't ready to force all GDN advertisers to use it. But that doesn't mean... Um, we can't figure it out as it evolves because it is just marketing. There's still users with different intents while using apps. Once tools are better, we'll figure it out. And Julie Bettina replies to that saying, as PPC pros, we certainly have an advantage over those advertising on the platform without type of, without, out type of experience. And then we've got Steve Gibson replying to question five saying Facebook should have been the winners, but for some reason it hasn't occurred to them to build a display network, even though it would be far better than Google's. Yeah, that's true. They have all the audience data, you know, within their arsenal. Anyway, so Brian Garvin then replies to... Um, to PPC Kirk and Julie Bicini where um, Kirk had said, I'm curious, question for you or anyone, what is the strong difference between YouTube and app traffic? App games don't count. Those are fat finger invites. Both to me are top of funnel, low cost, branding plays. Again, leaving out games, both can ve have varying levels of intent. Brand Garvin replies to that saying, biggest difference for me is the engagement. YouTube is all video. So they engage much more deeply with the video ads. Apps are more broad and video is still a funky placement there. If you look at apps as display, I think that's a much better viewpoint. Um, Eric Farmer said, intent to watch. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Robert Brady going to question six saying, how do you think Google could have increased the number of advertisers on mobile apps without such drastic measures? And then we've got NetMeg, and that's handle NetMeg, um, replying to um, Emma Frank saying, I believe apps are worse than other GDN placements. I have taken over almost a dozen accounts where tens of thousands of dollars have been wasted on app traffic by people who didn't know how to exclude them. Emma Frank's replied saying, uh, replies to that saying, I don't deny that apps should be excluded. I just believe that there are web placements out there that are equally as terrible. It's a matter of out cutting out entire channels rather than going through the optimization and exclusion process we do for all other placements and um, we've got then um netmeg replying to that saying oh no doubt bottom line for me is that the whole gdn is just more trouble than it's worth in most cases and that's from both sides as a sizable portion of my income comes from adsense this recent app move isn't going to make it better and then we've got Julia Weiss replying to Steve Gibson, where Steve replied to question five, saying Facebook should have been the winners, but for some reason it hasn't occurred to them to build a display network. Uh, it rhymes with eyes replies to that, saying they have an audience network, and I find it kind of garbage. Do you mean a display network on Facebook? Um, Steve Gibson replies, I mean an equivalent of GDN. It rhymes with eyes replies, yeah, I mean that's how the audience network works. You put your display ads in there, people see it across other sites, other social media even hello tumblr um and then yeah we've got um kirk williams then replying to question six saying in my opinion they should have taken one more time to educate they have focused on apps for a year or so but that's not a long time to shift an industry um number part two made sure the platform is sufficiently evolved better ads or ad types more comprehensive app exclusions options etc 
um, Brandon Bedner replies to question six saying interactive ad formats. You're playing a game on an app. Beat this advertiser's game before moving on. Um, we've got Emma Franks replying to question six saying, so to question five saying, obviously Google ads will be among the winners or they'll add stop ex or they'll add or they'll add app exclusions back. Losers is harder to say. In my opinion, some advertisers will win who understand and respond to the change, but, but it may also get burned by new clients who refuse GDN entirely because tried and it didn't work. Um, and then we've got um, Gil Gildner who replies to question six saying, um, I don't think Google necessarily is looking at a number of advertisers or they wouldn't have done this. They're looking at total ad spend and the vast majority of PPC campaigns won't be touched. Most people don't know or care about this change. Um, we've got Tim Halloran replying to question six saying, refined filters allowing us advertisers to get granular with app targeting, i.e. super specific categories, maybe a true view type click option um and then we've got um yeah mark gustafson replying to emma franks where say, emma said i'm falling behind um and said i see a silver lining in that many advertisers may opt out of mobile or tablet entirely for simplicity's sake or quality concerns less competition and lower cpcs for mobile or tablet web placements and mark gustafson replies this is my prediction and um, we've got Amali replying to question six saying quality controls. If I found it was worth any time, less fat fingered clicks, more control over app type placements, general better quality clicks. I'd be all over it. I don't like it right now because it doesn't usually work for me. Um, and then, yeah, not Netmeg. Um, reply saying this there is no universe where my b2b and e-commerce clients can get anything useful out of app traffic which proves once again google hates b2b oh that's a shame um and then john kagan replies to question six saying i was wondering this myself this seems like the first time um in a while they made a drastic change without a first going the route of propaganda based education to explain the benefits of it first go that route and see if you could grow it that way first in my opinion and in reply to question six lisa sanner then um goes if they would have offered app categories or some, some sort of segmentation so advertisers could exclude all and then gradually add with bid modifiers test segmentation control evaluate expand we're all control freaks um and then yeah we've got um it rhymes with eyes question reply to question six saying Forcing app makers to be more transparent about what's in the app and what it's for. So much man manual filtering of unsafe adult and other types of app content. If people saw Google as being serious about safety, they would be more willing to advertise. Um, and then replying to question six, Tad Miller then goes, the growth has flattened. The only opportunities are small businesses that have never advertised and growing impression loads for brand advertisers seeking better awareness. Forcing this change gives them the impressions they needed for that. Um, Julie Bacini replies to question six saying, maybe provide more guidance on ways to better use in-app ads rather than forcing them or even at all on every advertiser who wants mobile traffic. It is self-reinforcing though, more ad dollars for apps, more apps made, more apps inventories and so on and so on. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, Timothy Jensen replying to question six saying, for starters, bring back the display planner so we can manually sift through app placements more easily and choose to target just the apps we want. They have gotten rid of um, the display planner. Yeah, that is a real big no-no for me. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Julie Bicini then replying to Tad Miller where Tad had said, the growth has flattened. The only opportunities are small businesses that have never advertised and grown impression loads for brands, advertisers seeking better awareness. Forcing this change gives them the impressions they needed for that. Julie replies to that saying, this right here, keep in mind that even missing earnings expectations by a small amount has a major impact on stock price and valuations of the entire company. And then we've got Julie Bicini reply, um, replying to Timothy Jensen where he said, for starters, bring back the display planner. And Julie Bicini replies, yes, please. And then we've got Kirk Williams um, leaving our conversation after giving us some very um, insightful tidbits about YouTube and his ideas 
about um, this the new Google update about um, the exclusion, um, the GDN exclusion. And he goes, fantastic conversation all. I got to run for a client call. Have a great one. Uh, lucky client. Um, anyway, so Tad Miller then goes, continued. I said it the other day, app impressions are the equivalent of subprime mortgage investments for the stock market. What could go wrong? And then we've got Robert Brady going to question seven. And um, this should be our last question of the um, of, of the very, very nice and long, insightful discussion. Um, Robert replies, um, asks, what advice would you give an SMB advertiser who's doing a little remarketing and display on his or her own? Um, and then, yeah, we've got elevated marketing replying to question six, saying mission accomplished, freak out the PPC chat community, get them talking about strategies to use it. And now we have them advertising in apps. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Leslie Dressler, uh, who replies to Gil Gilner, where he says, I don't think Google necessarily is looking at the dollars of advertisers, the number of advertisers even, or they wouldn't have done this. Leslie replies, yep, there it is. Most accounts I take over haven't been optimized in any way 30 plus days and are missing most basic setting structure best practices. Venture to guess that's a good chunk of Google advertisers set and forget. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Timothy Jensen replying to um, Brandon Bedner where he said, but machine learning will do all that for you. Don't you want Google to make your decisions for you? Save you time. Um, Timothy Jensen replies, Google, this app has 10% click-through rate. Must be great, right? Um, and Mali replies, and five phone calls, all from kids, but I'm a machine, so I can't check that part. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and then, yeah, Amali replies to question seven, saying, hire someone to teach you, even for two hours. A consultant who knows their stuff can help you get your mind around what to do and what not to do. Eric Farmer then goes, even though they are big players in Google ads, that will continue to spend here. It would... It, that will continue to spend here. It will be nice to see all SMBs turn mobile off if it doesn't affect their business. SMBs are still the majority of ad revenue. Then Google reverts this heinous crime. Yeah, and you remember when, um, yeah, Google was all about, you know, we're going to be coming into the year of mobile. Everyone's going to be using mobile. It may be just, may this just be one of the ways of trying to really just push that. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Mark Gustafson then saying, giving an answer question five, saying, random thought, maybe this is for target CPA filler. They figure if they know that a placement will convert for another company and the chances for you are low, then send that non-converting click to a crap placement. This could be a good thing for everyone. Um, we've got Gil Gildner replying to question seven, saying, narrow your targeting down to the bare minimum. Stick with search and remarketing. Avoid mobile placements. Stick with manual bidding and don't do anything that Google auto recommends. That's true. Be very on with your targeting. Do not let machine learning, you know, decide things for you unless they're going to say a kid calling is a valid, a valid conversion. Anyway, so <laughs> it rhymes with eyes replies. For your budget, for your modest budget build list, only use mobile placements with a strong custom list attached so you can ensure you narrow traffic as much as possible. Um, and then we've got Tad Miller replying to question seven saying, err on the side of over-targeting. There's now no such thing as too many targeting option layers and do regular placements exclusion as you get the time. Lisa Sanna replies to such question seven, only bid and budget what you are really willing to pay. Don't get caught up in auction dynamics or trying to beat the system or hire a pro. So I hope you guys are getting all these notes down. The old question seven, um, answers to question seven are just, you know, point by point strategies of how to, you know, navigate um, this new Google update. So I hope this really, you find these, um, these tips very helpful for you guys. Um, so yeah, Christina Brow then replies to question two saying some GDN campaigns, especially audience targeted ones will probably perform very poorly as I have only seen very high bounce rate from app placements. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Mark Gustafson replying to um, Julie Puccini where she had said yes, please to um, Timothy Jensen saying bring back the display planner. Mark Gustafson says yes, WTF happened to the display planner. I loved having a website reach out and discuss getting me $40 CPMs just to turn around and see 
um, I could get the same placement for $4 CPM through GDN. Um, Elevated Marketing was like, yeah, I was curious about this too. Does anybody know when this actually stopped? And yeah, I have not used GDM for a while. I've been mostly using programmatic, but it is I it's 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 shocking that they really brought this um capability down. Okay, so another top tip again, we've got John Kagan replying to question seven saying if you aren't a high demand product brand relying on remarketing, relying on sorry. If you aren't a high demand product or brand, relying on remarketing won't work. But remember, GDN can be a money suck. Have precise and defined targets and control it. Do not ever set it and forget it or you're going to waste a lot of cash. And then we've got Julie Bicini then um, bring, making another fair point. And don't forget, they might spend two times your budget on some days. Really enjoying that change too. If you adjust your budget during the month when this happens, you're pretty much screwed. Have not had it happen a ton, but it, but it does. It's but when it does, it's bad. So had have not had it happen a ton, but when it does, it's bad. So um, yeah, and I replied to that with a face palm um gift because that is just oh stressful so yeah we've got robert brady then rounding us up saying thanks for joining everyone i hope google reads through the comments and the answers to question seven help at least a few um sorry thanks for joining everyone i hope google reads um through the comments and the answers to question seven help at least a few smb advertisers out there keep on chatting but i've got to go until next week and we've got yeah julie Bicini signing off as well saying i've got to go get on a call for smx e session now um yeah here we got people going have a good day thanks ppc chat community and have a good day so yeah that was a very um very full chat real discussion but i'll end with um two great uh, two extra tips one from emma franks who says um um, in answer to question seven saying do your research before you launch understand all the options that are still available to avoid low quality traffic i.e know all the content exclusions you want not just the ones for apps start with placement blacklists lots are available online and add more as you go then mark gustafson then replies saying for smbs and everyone like ppc kirk said this placement could do good for branding frequency and brand recall. If your campaigns aren't prospecting, then I wouldn't worry about it. That said, don't prospect. And yeah, and I've given um, an extra tidbit saying regularly join this PPC chat as a as a tip for an uh, answer question seven and ask lots of questions. You know, let you know, don't sit in the dark and just think you know everything that's going on. Even if you're not, you've tested something and something seems right or wrong ask about it in our community to make sure that what you think is right is right and what you think is wrong is wrong test new audiences but definitely keep a hawk's eye on it regularly do not just set and leave it to do whatever it wants it to do so yeah so that's um really yeah pretty much my summary for the, co the conversation as you've, you've we've pretty much very much heard from the comments and the bleeps you know we are not happy with this new update but we are not just going to sit back and you know just let it happen we are going to put lists together um, negative lists that we can put together for sites for url we're going to give suggestions for scripts so make sure you look out for that um and yeah we're always going to keep helping you guys um, as if you as long as you ask your questions as to what to do in this area and so we're just over an hour there of yeah, talking your air off. I hope you found this discussion very useful. And then, yeah, I will be rounded out up now. And um, hope you have a good rest of the week. And come join us again for another great discussion next week.